Hey everyone, welcome back to the Teacher's Lounge. It's Luna and... This is Drea. Alright, <laughs> we're gonna get started. It is the end of January. During the Omnicrom variant pandemic, we are teaching and we still are teachers. Drea, who are you today? Today, I am a person waiting for spring. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's really my true intention of like this is a desire. I talk about sun so much, but the desire for like more sunlight, warmer weather. And I feel like these like the last few months before spring I'm always like really just counting down the days. I do want to be more present, but what is there to be present for? <laughs> Wait, is this sad? Are we a sad podcast? We're real. The complexities. And right now, we're very deeply feeling it. You, you are feeling it right now. So let it out. <laughs> let it be heard. I feel like a lot, lots of content online mm. that's like teacher-centric is super glorified. They're super upbeat all the time. And I'm over here <laughs> so tired. And I'm like, ah, just trying to get to the next lesson. Right calmly right because don't oh. so want the tension to be calm and not energetic and it's but it's really hard when the intention is calm yeah ah, i feel that yeah wow so yeah i'm just i'm some right today i'm someone who's waiting waiting for spring the days are longer they, since I love it. the winter solstice i love yeah. seeing the sunset Cause I sometimes I'm like in I'm like teaching a dance class or mm-hmm. I'm just I get home when it's dark often like I lately I've been catching the sunset I'm like wow beautiful Luna who are you today okay <laughs> yeah since since um entering this 2022 wow. year I have started virtual and it's kind of like going back into. <laughs> Right now, Dre is looking so salty. Let me say my thing and then let's go to your... Um, yeah, if you know, because we were longer virtual teachers than in-person teachers. So going back into virtual was like, you know, when people say about like, let's get back to normal. Mm. <laughs> this is my normal. Yeah. Um, work from home and teaching on a computer, I guess, is something that I realize is like something I've learned to build skills around. And so when we went back to virtual, it was such a great transition back into the school year, not, you know, into the chaos of school again. But like I had control of being in the comfort of my home and I feel like a better teacher because I, I'm able to build a schedule that's intentionally built for a small group work time. And because I feel like I'm in more control and have better structure of my day to day as a work from home teacher, Um, this whole month I have more time in the day to like actually take care of myself yeah that is like waking up I you know those like (laughs) you know those like YouTube videos that are um, like a day in the life right and super like main character energy (laughs) and it's like it's not really about the content is not about their job but like the latte that they make in the morning <laughs> and the routine that goes into that is what I've experienced. So, like, I wake up in the morning, right. 6.30. School starts at 8, so I have an hour and a half to myself. I wake up. It's dark. 
But I wake up, you know, and then I do my thing. I go to the kitchen. I'm heating up the the water. I'm getting my coffee ready. I'm using my um, handheld frother and I'm mixing in that oat milk. (laughs) Like, I have time to do this in the morning. Um, When in person, I was like rushing to like put my lunch together and like, and then like to driving. I I drive, it's like 24 minutes away from my, um, the school that I work at. And so like you account for that and the morning is a rush, but I'm able to greet my children calmly in the way that I want to. And they're also just getting out of bed and um, like yawning and like, oh, I'm tired. I'm too, but it's okay. Like we'll wake up together as the sun rises through the horizon of the Detroit River in front of my window. And it's beautiful. That's so beautiful. What an image you just painted for us. I love it. Verbal Picasso. <laughs> also, another thing, over the holidays, I went shopping with my mother, and we <laughs> went to this chocolate shop, and you know, it's like, you know those, like, um, they give you bags, and you can just, like, stuff it with however many chocolate pieces you can. Nice. Um, and so I did that, and I have a surplus of chocolate in my home, and that's what, and because I'm home all the time, wow. I have access to it unlimited chocolate 24/7 all day long so i've been eating it like throughout the day so that's again been giving me lots of joy yeah and like blemishes on my face but i am happy where folks <laughs> where it's, if you it's settled Luna. down no it's settled down it is if you look closely into my face okay i've also felt really dry anyways <laughs> it's called winter i know <laughs> I have, I, but i also have a dry complexion minus the t-zone i think i have the the oily t-zone anyways okay you guys are gonna go buy some skincare <laughs> routines for luna okay i have lots of skin issues i think i've talked about my eczema before anyways yeah you bonded with your student yeah 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 yeah. check out our previous episodes if you haven't already <laughs> about eczema oh we're gonna say the chocolate oh yeah i have a surplus of chocolate in my in my home and then that also made me think i was like there's Halloween chocolate candy still left in my room from from last year. And, and I was like, I wonder how that's what? doing. Last year, 2021 or 2020? 2021. Last year. Ooh. When we're in 2022 now. Last year, I'm thinking like 2021. <laughs> you know, for me, a, a year is basically the school year. Yeah. Like this, like, oh, it's a new year. Like that was last year. That doesn't count for me if it's not like when I was teaching at this school. I'm currently teaching at. Oh, that's true. Okay, so from October 2021, I don't know. I was like, oh, I'm thinking back into my classroom physical space because they are pushing us back into the in-person learning next week. Oh, wow. So I'm cherishing every second that I can have right now with my kids being virtual. I'm like, you know, everyone, tomorrow's our last day virtual. And I was like, yay. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) let's just hold on to this moment, cherish every second that we have together in this in this space because you won't see me this happy <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no, i'm gonna try so hard but i think it's the taurus in me too like <laughs> the transitions <laughs> they're challenging it takes That's me definitely. a while i was real so good at transitions as a virtual teacher but in real life yeah they're still taking too long for me i feel that oh my gosh yeah i was like killing the game i you know it was orally it was clear mm-hmm. and it was consistent mm-hmm I'm having a hard time translating that to um, real life in the classroom. Yeah, in person, we just have like kids lined up in the hallway during the pandemic. So 
what is three three feet space it's like everyone's in the hallway during transition you know and like it was it was such a mess um but now it's like i'm in control of my own classroom at this time we're all safe because we're all virtual you know so it's like dun 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 the structure is so easy to implement and they know the structure too because i'm like i show them i share my screen all the time like this is the schedule every day and they know it yeah, so I'm going to miss that. I mean, we have that in person too, but I feel safe. Yo, I had a mini panic attack today, I think, mm-hmm. just thinking about going back in person because I'm very anxious and I'm anxious about the pandemic. And I know you've been going through this. So I also want to give this space and just like let you vent about the situation that you've been going through as a hybrid teacher during this time, forcibly. But yeah, I just don't feel safe going back and entering back into a chaotic environment. I'm trying not to project that. Be like, okay, we build the environment together. So me already saying it's going to be chaotic is kind of unfair. <sighs> but you know. <laughs> but we <laughs> the, know. You know the realities. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. But yeah, tell us tell us just the real deal. Wow. Um, yeah, like especially since you're going to teach a little, I think it's even harder because I'm not sure, like – most students are doing so much better with the mask and like I've just been even more strict and like I'm just like telling them how serious it is with such a high rate of COVID like if they see their mask off like sometimes students miss multiple days they'll come back and like start taking it off and I'm like do you know if you have 10 people in a room in this city it used to be four but now it's three three of them will have COVID like you need to wear that mask and they'll put it on so fast because I'm like yeah those odds are bad yeah we have like, my first week back, I had, like, a quarter to a third virtual. So I was like, those numbers are adding up for, like, you know, the rates in the city a little bit. Um, but, like, it's never never sure. Like, no, there's no transparency in testing or mandated in testing or anything like that. And so... Like it's, I was like, I've definitely like just felt it in the room. I, I was like, I was having my own like thoughts of anxiety, like especially like that first day back is like the worst of like, I feel like I'm going to work to get sick and like not feeling safe at work. And it's like, my students need to feel safe and for them to feel safe, I think I need to feel safe. But how am I going to feel safe if I have to teach in a pandemic? Um... And it's, like, such high rates of COVID in mm-hmm. the city. Um, I really appreciate the numbers going down in the city, but, like, it's still really high. Where were we at? We were, like, 32%. Last I saw. And so, yeah, just trying to be – it's up, it's up to – like, the school's trying to do what they're doing to be diligent, but, like – and so, like, you know, they're trying to keep kids sick out of school, but, like, I still can catch kids who are sick because, like, I'm spending the time with them in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Like, I see them, like, do X, Y, and Z. And so I have found, like, a student who was, like, symptomatic, and he's, he went through three health screens because, mm-hmm. like, like people weren't spending time with him. He wasn't amending it to anybody, but then he amended it to me while he was in my classroom for three hours. And so, like, it's just... It, it was a lot. It's a lot. It's a, It was a lot because, like, we also started We started late, so we had a lot of time just to sit and think about it, like, after our winter break. 
But then like in the busyness of the actual day, like it's distracting and that's so unfair because like it's still a concern. Mm -hmm. But like to be distracted with like what's in front of me, like the like putting out a fire, like or now about something unrelated. But it's also like just a burden on students. Mm-hmm. And it's a weighing of like not them not feeling safe. And it's just speaking to a bigger thing of if they don't feel safe, their learning is not as like effective. And them not effectively learning is like like holding them back in a way that like is not really addressing. And it's been hard as a teacher to like fully address the realities and like and like, what do you focus on? Yeah. What 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 can I say? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, oh, we just hop right back into standardized testing. We want to do middle of the year <sighs> assessments. Oh my god. And so like, not only do we have high COVID, your classmates keep disappearing because of it. Like, also show us your performance. How good have you? learn yeah has has your school adjusted because like michigan as a state has not really adjusted any expectations for us as teachers in terms of like state like testing what the heck so has your school adjusted do you feel i mean sounds like it they haven't really i mean like we're still on that schedule of like yeah yeah we plan this testing date this testing window and we're doing it and if you're on the building you can't test but we'll test you when you get back in the building and my kids were like just so, some of them were so worn out from just like this. We took, this is like our third day in the two weeks of just like, you know, having a silent hour session. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I felt that, like, you know, it is tough to like just have that total concentration and you know it's high stakes. Because mm-hmm. for us, I guess for them, their high stakes is going to a dance or not. <laughs> Oh, is that so the incentive? If, if you grow in your score just by even a point, yeah. like you get to go to this dance. Oh. Um, and so like for them, that was their high stakes. They're like, I gotta go. That's so precious go. to hear that. Like yeah. amidst all this conversation and pandemic that's so feels very like adult. No. But no. like, no. So it feels like it's so much for even for adults to handle, but right. for like, kids to like also have to take that on right now in their learning. But to hear that, like what they look forward to is this dance right? is so precious to hear. Right. And it's like, I think for me, like in this month of teaching, coming back from winter break, it's just been exhausting because it's so much to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. It's so much to like keep top of mind and to worry about, but act like I'm not worried, and to deal with other things, and to pretend I'm not de-energized from this. It's very exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how to make it more sustainable. I'm just exhausted. I don't know. So what do we do? <laughs> we dream. <laughs> what you been dreaming about, Luna? <laughs> No, so was it because I had so much time um, and feel actually rested. I mean, actually, I feel both well rested, but mm. also feeling the side effects of like isolation, like physical mm. isolation in my own home and work from home. So like looking at staring at into a screen twenty four seven throughout the day. Tough. Yeah, that I, that's getting to me too. <sighs> but I'm. <laughs> but this time has has allowed time for me to think and think of different realities for myself 
I think thinking about this, like our situation, listening to other teachers' situation during the pandemic, the whole education system already being a failed system, and like Michigan passing this legislation in December saying like, okay, anyone can teach. Like we just need teachers in the classroom. Like yeah, anyone can substitute. Dri- yeah, driver, uh, bus drivers, paraprofessionals, you know, cleaning staff. Like they're like anyone, like any school support staff, like please, we need you in the in the classroom as teachers. That's their that's their <laughs> remedy of like the teacher shortage right now. That's been happening pr- like way before the pandemic. It's like in us being here as teachers right now. I'm like, like who wouldn't want to quit right now? Like I I'm so infuriated that we're all made to be in this position. Because who hurts most is like teachers and kids and you know the the school staff. School staff most definitely. Like they're stretched. Uh, we're yeah. all so freaking stretched and stressed and it's not a it's not cute (laughs) (laughs) i want to i want to you know i want to be that youtube character and like be well rested and like it's not about my job it's about the it's about the latte that i can make in the morning because i can be happy right so it's crossed my mind drea it 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 has crossed my mind it's like what's remote yeah it's the non-commuting time yeah I used to love last year making my lunch, like a hot lunch on the <gasps> stove every day because I had an hour lunch. Mm-hmm. That's enough time to cook for 30, mm-hmm. eat for 15. I, I'm, sometimes you can take a nap, like a, a nap in your bed. This the the constant pajamas. Yeah. Yo, I have 10 minute rest. I have like 10 minute rest times in between like 30 minute sessions of, of learning. I just go straight to my bed. Wow. Good. Yeah, because like now, like just being constantly in person, I'm like, I look at my bed sometimes. I'm like, oh, I haven't spent enough time like just being in my bed lately. Yeah, I have to like we re- re- catch up, catch up with my bed. <laughs> it's like, been so long, friends. baby. <laughs> I never see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but this could be a reality. People out there in corporate America or like other professions that don't require them to be there. You can work from home and you can spend quality time with your bed. Right. It's a reality that people are experiencing. Because, like, when I, my intention at the end of last year was to find another virtual teaching job. But, like, the schools were talking about, like, going back so hard, I thought it wasn't going to be a need. And then I start this school year and winter hits. And like every other winter, like we don't know. Like every winter is bad. Yeah. Once again, winter is bad and there's a need. Yeah. And it's like, I pop, whoa. <laughs> there's a lot of job opportunities out there now for virtual, like yeah. remote jobs. I'm just tired. Yes. I think I have to experience a full year. It's my first full year in person. I, but it's not even in person. I'm hybrid. Yeah. Because I constantly have someone. What is the virtual. structure of hybrid for you? Like for you, it's literally like, "Hey kids, hop on the Zoom. I hope I remember you." <laughs> oh my god! And I'm trying to be intentional about like incorporating them and including them, but like the students in person want so much attention. So you're in person the whole day my, with a like Zoom with open. yeah with some students in class and some online. Yeah, and it's ver- it's minimal online. Like the six was the maximum. I had I one week I had one online. This week I have three online, so it's like very small. Yeah, and then I have twenty in person. Yeah, <laughs> and twenty in person just feels scary. I had like everybody there but one like last week for a few days, and I was like, "Wow, I am fully 
what is it? Full attendance in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. In a pandemic. We're all healthy at the same time. Interesting. Are we? <laughs> How could this be? <laughs> Statistically speaking, this is impossible. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's the thing is, like, there's, like, legislation talks about, like, trying to adapt that, like, like in the pandemics, these things can, like, be a short-term relief, but long-term, they don't make sense. Not at all. And so, like, and that's the conversation people are having. It's, like, um, there's legislation being proposed about not requiring as many days for attendance. And it's, like, that can have a long-term impact on, like, um, like, on, like, black and brown communities and and low-income communities if we're, like, we're not requiring them to go to school as many days and we're not going to, like, really push them to go to school all that time. But in the pandemic, when people are just sick constantly, Mm -hmm. to punish them and punish, like, a school staff that's already running on grinding its gears, trying to, like, operate day by day, like, to require this full 180 days and with 75% attendance when, like, hey, kids were sick this week or this month. Like, saying these days don't count, even though, like, staff has been there every single day, still doing the work, doing what they can, like, are just, like, pulling our strings to, like, make us do more work and put more on our plate to make sure that, like, we can count these days and we can actually have our summer break, <sighs> which is already, like, getting shorter and shorter year by year. I s- I'm in year school until... Year. End of June. You said the date. I think twenty eighth. Yeah, I'm twenty fourth, but that's up in the air because of this, of this, of this requirement. And like before Thanksgiving, the big district didn't have school, so like we lost a lot of students those two days, three days, um, and like some other days. And it was like, well, we have to extend the school year. We don't know, and that would really hurt because you either pay money. Well, I'm not sure if it's either or, but you have to pay money or extend your year or both, something like that. Who pays? The district has to pay. Well, they have COVID fund, right? They have that if COVID money. If they didn't money. embezzle it. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Where were we? Okay, how much? We're tired we? and um, we might quit. <laughs> I think I need relief and be able to talk about quitting and not feel guilty about it. The guilt is why I'm not saying anything. Say it. Just say what you want to say. We're I'm off- so exhausted. I feel like I don't have to be this exhausted working. Yeah. And I feel like it's like f- fulfilling 22 different needs every day is so exhausting. And like, they're young people. So like, some of them don't know how to express their needs in a way that like, is patient. Or is like, courteous of like, there's a line. Or courteous of, like, I am one person. I have to serve all these different needs. And I feel like just with adults, like, they might have these needs, but, like, they know, like, set up a meeting. Come talk to me. Like, it's just a different structure and procedure. And it's like, oh, I have a need right now, and I'm going to kick this chair. I have a need right now, and I'm going to yell out. Yeah. And it's like, those things are rare in the adult world. But We hold it in. Well, that's an ableist view, Uh. but... Um, those things are more rare in like a professional world. And but with students, it's common yeah. that they all want their needs served now. And it's it doesn't help with like I teach I taught my students a lot a couple a week ago just about like how much technology like affects our attention span and our need for instant gratification and like 
just to know about these kind of things so that you can be more conscientious of like, we're getting warped by like social media and instant access whenever we want. And what is their response? They were puzzled. They're like, whoa. Like when I, when I once made a joke about them being addicted to technology, they got personally offended. They're like, I'm not addicted. And like, I'm glad they don't want to be glued to a screen all day. And like, that's a desire for them because I feel like it's easy to say, yeah, I do want to be on the screen all day. Um, but like they also had virtual teaching last year. <laughs> I know that wasn't that wasn't their forte. I have a couple kids who are like, I'd rather play video games. I play video games 24-7. Wait, I, I was... Single thing. I was listening to another podcast. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> this is the only podcast that I listen to. Um, and they were like, there's no correlation between like video games and violence, violence arising. Da, da, da. It's because everybody it, plays video games. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so then therefore? Uh, like, how can it be a correlation if it's everybody? Whoa. No, so I mean, there that's a, not real science. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. We're, we're all, <laughs> don't quote us. <laughs> um, alternative facts. <laughs> um, no, but I was listening to a video game podcast. If you play different forms of games mm-hmm. that give you different challenges to overcome and win, that can be applied to like real world the problem solving skills the problem solving skills. which is like half of math content's purpose is problem solving skills so do we scrap math and just do video games yeah <laughs> that's that i'm like i i'm so because i'm new to this new curric- this curriculum that i'm oh. into that i'm like i've been the first semester i was super like okay i need to learn this curriculum be the best that I can do be at it so then my kids can actually Talking learn effective I mean, yeah. no I'm not doing Eureka I'm not bad I'm ELA EL curriculum oh, yeah, yay yay EL curriculum so I was like oh my god this is also a beast of its own the yeah. curriculum and I'm just like trying to learn it but I had a moment this past week where I was just like going ham in this in this EL curriculum trying to teach it to them and I was like, what are we doing talking about? <laughs> what are we doing? Like talking about the, the sun going up and going down, which is like cool, like important. It was cool. Like I did it effectively, you know, like I felt like they were engaged and we were learning it. It was fine. But it was so like removed from the types of learning and the it's content natural. learning that's natural and like what I want to be learning about with them which is more relevant to them as human beings and in their community right i'm spending sometimes some days i spend my yell time with like a learning for justice resource and we'll like read an article answer questions and talk about the learning targets yeah because the social justice learning targets on there are like really powerful Mm. like if you apply this to your life you can navigate the world in a different way that is more empathetic more kind more holistic and more human Mm -hmm. that like just really get sideswiped. And so I'm trying to, I'm still like plotting on, I like that's the thing about teaching is like, like there's part of me that doesn't want to quit because of like just the craft of it and like more time, more experience can help me get the craft like smoother. Mm-hmm. But then it's also very exhausting like building this boat while driving it. Yeah, all I wanted, I want to teach that. Yeah. And like be with the kids and like learning that. And apply it to like the people around them, because mm. like that is like reflect you know those val- like all of that is like reflected in like so many community leaders and their families and grandparents and da, 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 like everyone in the community mm. like emulate that and that needs to be recognized in our learning and explicitly stated 
Whereas like I'm so like consumed by EL curriculum and trying to like teach this. I think I love being with kids and I love being in the space with like youth. But the content isn't it. The content in the school, like as a teacher, like what I'm teaching them. Literacy is really important. And I know that. And I'm like experiencing like the the struggles and resistance of like being a good teacher. So then they can actually like take this in and, you know, carry it onwards. I also just think like, like it isn't built for the the brains of the times. Like it's requiring students to repeat going to the subject and repeat learning facts over and over again about the same content. Like you're going to read about the sun for for 12 weeks. The same book for this whole. And like today's society you take in lots of information, you take in lots of sources, lots of different so things. So many resources, And you yeah. have to, like, sort through and sift through it. But, mm-hmm. like, to have, like, one topic for so long, I just don't think it matches, like, our reality. So, yeah. it's, it's a, it's like a tension of pull. Like, my students are like, why are we still learning this? Because, like, they got the gist and we're just working really slowly to build the skill set mm-hmm. to show that they know it. Like, right now, like, it takes, like, a week to write an essay for them and things like that. And that's just, like, a long time to, like, repeat the same facts, restate it, restate it, give some details, restate it, <laughs> restate it, give some details. Okay, now do it again a different way. And that's just, it's just really hard. It takes a long time. You think that's most effective, like, repetition? For memory... Maybe if it's like not an engaging lesson, just regurgitating. But for engagement, no. Yeah. And like, can it really be memorable if it's not engaging? I, I don't like, want to force the memory, you know? Yeah. That's what I feel like. If it's not engaging, you're <laughs> it forcing memory. It feels like that. I'm like, what happened in the beginning, in the middle, and the end of the story? Repeat it. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> and they're like, what happened in the book? Oh, no, they already know. It's like they memorized the whole book. So of course they know that what happens at the beginning and middle end. Maybe that's like the, maybe that is like what the purpose is of like, why we do that. But the close reading. The close reading. It makes sense. Um, I'd like to just apply it in different ways. Yeah, I'm so glad you make lattes with the frother. Okay, so that's beautiful. Yes, but the reality is, <laughs> you can't stop making them. No, no, no. I, I keep making them every day. That's what I could not. I could not focus if I didn't make it every day. But you're about to go back in person. I know. Okay. The adjustment. But my frother broke. <laughs> Tragic. And I YouTube YouTubed how to fix it and then right now it's in parts. <laughs> Engineer. I know. So I've been hand mixing it. <laughs> Whisks just don't work as well. I really want to see this uh, robot as disintegrated robot. Of a frother. No, it, it's just like this handheld and then like frother and then it has a stick and then it has this like like the the coiled yeah. circular thing and then you click it and it turns on and it froths. But and, you took it apart, right? Yeah, yeah. And then oh, it, just the big parts? Yeah, like, just the I big I thought you part. opened up the handle and like we're looking at the mother, like the, the motor. The wiring. I was. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you did. <laughs> oh, yeah, the gut. Yeah, it's the gut. So it was very simple. I just couldn't, it just wouldn't work. I also got it from like I don't know, home goods for like five dollars. So it was bound to happen maybe. But I enjoyed it. I still have my coffee. Just not 
as cool Frothy. not as main character more like side sidekick support <laughs> character <laughs> the pay isn't as you great you really want to be a main character i've been living into it as a work from I mean, home i heard that means you watch a lot of movies but I don't think you do. I've been watching Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think I've just been really enjoying the pace of my mornings. Also, because I have a south and east facing window, <sighs> mornings are beautiful and I can actually appreciate them before, like as the sun is rising. I can actually so see beautiful. the sun rising yeah. and like my my whole room is like this pink orange I, yeah, I sorbet hue my time supposed to be in the school is like literally five minutes before the sun rises so i'm driving to school in the dark i don't see the sunrise yeah our, our windows at my school are like paper cover they're like was that opaque <laughs> so you can't see through them i can't see the sunrise wait what is oh your windows yeah the one is <gasps> in my building they're you don't have when it's like it's like a it's like a it's a window but it's you can't see through it. You only can see through one kind of, and it still has some stuff on it, but you can't see through it. It's not transparent. The lack of transparency at your school. <laughs> or in this makeshift space, though. Oh, uh, actual space. The actual space has, like, regular windows. Well, a courtyard, stuff like that. But then I go wait till next year. If you stay for another year. <laughs> I really got to see what spring feels like. If spring feels better mm-hmm. and lighter, mm-hmm. and we're not doing, like, the winter sadness... Mm-hmm. Can the winter sadness dissipate? I, I feel like it's so ever present this like month that I'm like, I'm with, I'm looking at spring to see can it dissipate, and then if it does, like cool. If it doesn't, I'm like, I'm not to really really evaluate like is this sustainable, or am I hurting myself? Hmm. I believe it is seasonal. I've noticed my body changing. Well, plumping up in the winter time. Well, that's because I'm trying to stay warm inside my home, you know. It's so cold, but God, the heater doesn't work. But yeah, like body changing into the winter time. Also mood, like super, remember Loopy Lou, <laughs> lethargic Luna for this month. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, and then and then like in the summertime, the sun's out, you're fed, you're nourished by the sun. Oh my goodness, of course you're happier. <laughs> so, but also right now we're just so stretched throughout the whole year. How were we last year this time? How are I you? Like I was feeling like the 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 screen time was really hurting. Yeah. And I was like making it was getting a little dreary and repetitive. But then I remember like going on breaks, like getting midwinter break last year and being like, it's a pandemic. There's no one's outside. Like the vaccine just came out. I was like, there's nothing to do. I can't travel. Mm-hmm. Every all my roommates, like disappear. You're the whole five-bedroom house to yourself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I remember that. And so I was just like, there's nothing to do. I was like, I kind of want to log back in just so there's something to do for a few hours. <laughs> this is all I know. And I'm used <laughs> to Literally, because there's nothing to do. I was like, I can have hobbies, but I've been doing, I've been having time for my hobbies without the commute. Yeah. So, like, it was like, I had time for everything I wanted to do last year. You did so many, like, you were yeah. able to say more. I mean, like, I was learning French. I was... I still am learning French. It's been over a year and like learning saxophone. This year I picked up clarinet. Mm-hmm. Um, taking care of plants, learning how to do that, reading so much. Like I had time to do all of that last year with teaching remotely. Yeah. But teaching in person, the strain and exhaustion I feel from like just be doing that much, like it's hard to like pick up music and like mm-hmm. sit down and read a book and like focus like that because I'm just so drained. Mm-hmm. It's very different. 
it's very different than my bandwidth of what I have left to give to myself, which is hard. Like, myself loses. Also, I think because last year was, like, was that the first year of the pandemic? Last 2020? Technically, March 2020. Yeah, March 2020. So, not 2021. I'm going into your, your years. School year. Yeah. Okay. 2020. So, was the first yeah it was when like bum 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 happens um <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> and the unrealistic expectations that's always been forced upon teachers sort of loosened which yeah. is like what i felt so it's like we're going virtual also like nobody knows what's gonna happen right what's going on like being fully salaried we got an extra month off yeah so it's like I think there is a lot of rest there because and like living in living into that like we're all in this together taking those expectations off and just like trying to get through. But now it's like this year like oh we're used to the pandemic like we get it. Let's rev it back up to the normalcy right. of like unreal unrealistic that expectations. High intensity productive pace <sighs> and to expect like the same productivity as a non-pandemic year is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And it's like, yeah, my last last year when I, like we had to teach through April and through March, I was like, well, wait a minute here. <laughs> I taught, what is it, out of an eight-month school year. I taught seven months my yeah. first year, so I said. And then, like, the last three months, it was, like, two hours a day. Like, Oh, you know? I remember that. I was on the whole day. Okay, my school had me go on the whole day, and you just be chilling for two hours and peace out. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. It's just lunchtime. <laughs> you don't go back. My social studies days. Oh, my. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it was such a much more lighter schedule. It was, like, it yeah. was very responsive to, like, the needs of, like, being virtual. But then, like, the virtual year, like, the fully virtual year, it was like, oh, hey, no, like, you need to be on here seven hours. And I was like, okay, we'll make it six because seven is a lot. Yeah. And we'll have like study hour, but like, and six is still a lot. <laughs> Stare at a screen. Yeah. For a seven year old brain. And 24 year old brain. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lou, what gives you hope? What gives me hope is this conversation. Mm hmm. And also, what? <laughs> this conversation and i can be the main character youtuber that i like it's okay i don't know i'm I'm, like taking a lot of pressure off myself and i think that's giving me hope yeah i'm i think i'm thinking about like just capitalistic ideas of productivity Mm -hmm. and i definitely like in a school building like school staff have a lot on their plate but there's like other like service oriented and um, care-oriented professions that have a lot on their plate and just, like, get overworked and underfunded, understaffed. And so I'm like, like, education is not unique in this need. Mm -mm. Um, As many, like, social organizations and and social institutions that have, like, great needs like this and, like, a high high demand and just not enough. Mm -hmm. I guess sometimes I just don't, I don't imagine that Imagine what? That work is sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And is that cynical? Am I a cynic? (laughs) No. I feel like that's revolutionary. Yeah, I feel like the the demands of productivity and like running his hamster wheel race. But you're in a hamster wheel. What race? And, yo, going back to the underfunded thing. Yeah, yeah, like... 
like service industries, healthcare, education, Michigan mm. was the lowest growing in terms of funding. Like we we are so so illy illy is that a word illy <laughs> underfunded yeah. sickly. Oh my! Like yeah, it really does come down to being so so deprived of the funds and the resources that we can actually like channel into our into our school communities they're trying yeah it's like hamster hamster wheel we are the hamster but like the bars in the hamster wheel are missing Mm, (laughs) and we still have to run and we still have to run top speed wow poetic (laughs) we end with this hamster (laughs) Oh my god, remember when I wanted a hamster? <laughs> and your mom said It's no. a whole... Oh. We're coming full circle. <laughs> In that hamster wheel. <laughs> so, Drea, what gives you hope? I'm going to take it back to what my therapist said. Just about having faith. And, like, things feel insurmountable at times, constantly. But, like... It's just this belief that, like, there's going to be growth and, like, they need to take time to grieve and to feel it and then take time to reinvent and, like, rediscover and renew and refresh. So hope for, like, an intentional process that honors those before us and uses their legacy to create something better for everyone still here. It's not that faith that it's going to come together. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for checking us out. Let us know what you think on our Instagram page, Collected Knowledge. Comment, share with your friends. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next time. Bye.